0: Dior Talks. The case for me is about changing the way we present women in fashion. More like a subject, not uh, as an object. The women are represented in many different ways, not only one way. This is very important for me. It's also what I try to make with my work in Dior. There are many elements in the female gaze.
1: In this first episode of the second series of Dior Talks, I'm talking to the inimitable Maria Grazia Curi, creative director at Dior, whose own advocacy for the female gaze goes way back, as we're going to find out. Since joining Dior in 2016, Maria Grazia has made it part of her mission to change the way we see women, not only within the fashion industry, but in the world at large. Addressing the gender bias by working exclusively with women photographers on all of Dior's campaigns, Maria Grazia has become a leader in the female gaze, revolutionising the images we're exposed to. This series will take a closer, critical look at the female gaze, as foregrounded in the work of photographers who have collaborated with Maria Grazia and who share her vision of celebrating women. These conversations will give us insights into the incredible stories behind the images of iconic photographic artists, and will shed light on what exactly the female gaze means today. How does photography shape the way we see women? What is the relationship between photography, fashion, and feminism? And could the female gaze really transform the way we see the world? I'm Charlotte Janssen. I'm a journalist and the author of Girl on Girl, a book exploring photography, in the age of the female gaze, you're listening to Dior Talks: Conversations on the Female Gaze. I have to say, I didn't ever imagine that I would one day be interviewing one of fashion's heavyweights while wearing my extremely battered pajamas. Um, <laughs> but we're living in uh, we're living in unprecedented times, right? Maria Grazia, how has it been for you this this period? You're at home in Rome at the moment, right?
0: Yes, I am a tormented Roma. And um, living uh, this moment, uh, like everybody, is so different our personal life. Uh, we spend more time at home and uh, we have more time for reflect. Uh, at the same time, um, we can speak with uh, other people, with this new media, and that is also... a a new way for interact.
1: Yeah, as you just said, it's a completely novel and kind of unprecedented time. And I think all this time that we're spending at home, it is a very introspective time. We're spending a lot more time living very closely with our screens. And I think for me, at least, that has meant spending a lot more time with photographic images on my screen and I think anyway the world is so heavily saturated with imagery um, and we kind of consume so much um, photography on a day-to-day basis and we do it quite unconsciously but I think over time that really affects us that really affects the way that we think and the way that we respond to things then you know in the wider world What made you want to do this series focusing on the female gaze, specifically in photography? And why do you feel that there's such a need to highlight the work of of women photographers?
0: Honestly, it's very important to speak about the female gaze because in this time uh, we can explain more. Honestly, um, I want uh, to do... series on female gaze and uh, on the female photographer because uh, it's an essential part of my work uh, uh, in Dior. When I arrived in Dior uh, everyone told me it was a feminine brand Uh, but we had to reflect what this um, means and um, honestly we are not to forgot that uh, fashion had uh, a very big impact on the way women are uh, represent in the media and photography. Right, yeah. And uh, in Dior, I want to present a different point of view, a feminist point of view. The point is uh, that I don't want uh, to continue present woman uh, as uh, an object. This is uh, why it's so important for me to find female photographer uh, who understands uh, what I want to do. And uh, I want to try to create... Uh, a different image of a woman. Uh, The female gaze, for me, is about changing the way we present women in fashion, in the media in general. More like a subject, not uh, as an object.
1: Do you remember the first, the very first, you know, because I I think photography is such a personal thing in many ways. Um, It's like an encounter, you know, we encounter it as individuals and it's also the result of a kind of, encounter usually between you know two people between the photographer and their and their subject what's your kind of relationship with photography do you remember the first photograph that really made a kind of strong impression on you
0: oh yes <laughs> i worked uh, many years ago with Deborah Touberville. at the time uh, i worked in uh, valentino and uh, we shoot uh, with there to campaign and uh, immediately was uh, evident the different point of view. I remember that we chose her because uh, I was very fascinated about uh, every image of the women. Uh, she was the first uh, to give uh, an image on women, not so Finnish, uh, but more about mysteries, about more dreaming, uh, not the typical image. Uh, Glamours. That was uh, for me uh, something that uh, gave me a big emotion because it was uh, a different way to represent femininity.
1: Of course, and she was Deborah Turbeville. For, for those who don't know, was a, a real revolutionary. Um, I guess in you know not only in fashion photography, but you know as as important and influential as Helmut Newton or Guy Bourdin, but perhaps less known unless you know her name she's not as famous as as those two male photographers were but she was equally as kind of pioneering and she died of course in 2013 so that campaign you did with her yes at valentino was quite um oh, it's, it's an important piece of of our visual you know contemporary visual culture now
0: Absolutely. At the time when I chose her, it was more in an instinct way because I was completely in love for her picture. There was not all the reflection that I did after about the relationship between image and the photographer.
1: Do you think men and women work quite differently in, in what you've seen? And do you think that you can see that difference in the photograph?
0: I think that uh, very often with the male photographer, I always feel like there is a sexual tension between uh, who is in front of the camera and and who is behind it. Uh, With the women, I always felt is a dialogue. I think that you feel that in the image. Even uh, if there is a sexual tension, The difference is that a female photographer can uh, identify with a model because she's also a woman. It's more about playing with rules and with femininity.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, in my own research um, interviewing female photographers. And, you know, as you said, rightly said, you know, regardless of their kind of sexuality or their gaze, I think that, you know, there might not be such a thing as a female aesthetic, but I've definitely noticed that women work and approach the camera and the kind of fact of taking someone's picture and owning someone else's image in a very different way. They kind of feel less comfortable perhaps with that power dynamic, you know, because it is quite a powerful thing to to take a photograph of someone else and they the other once you're in front of a camera you're vulnerable and you know you have to trust someone and i i a lot of the women that i have spoken to have said that that's explicitly something that they try to address and you know that's the reason we have so many artists doing self-portraiture now um because it's easier to kind of avoid that dynamic altogether um or they work only with um, models that they know or they feel comfortable with. You know there's an incredible um, emphasis now on in fashion photography on casting, you know, for example. What has your experience been like in front of the camera having your picture taken?
0: It's completely different uh, if I have in front of me a woman photographer or a man photographer. It's completely uh, different the relationship. I feel uh, more confident, uh, more relaxed. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, the dialogue is different. It's completely different. They,
1: they often say that photography is, you know, it's often referred to as the democratic medium. Um, but I think we need to kind of unravel that a little bit, don't we, because it's not necessarily true that, that photographs are equal or that everyone's represented equally through photography. Um, you know, it might be more accessible now. But for example, you know, we know from statistics that commercial agencies have far more men on their books. You know, the vast majority of um, of agents will will have um, male photographers for hire, and that means that most of the photographs we still see in our day to day lives are being created by men. So whether that's in you know fashion campaigns, magazines, advertising, art, how difficult was it for you to um, you know find women to work with commercially and have you had to kind of circumvent some of the conventional ways of doing things Have you, you is that something you've confronted when you've tried to work with women in a sort of more practical sense i guess
0: um, honestly it was not so difficult because when i arrived at York and uh I immediately say that I would like to work with a women photographer because my idea was to represent women in a different way. And the company supported me a lot in this project. We found immediately different photographers and all these women was very interesting on this collaboration. We have to speak about femininity with different point of view. Uh, I would like a women photographer that has a different uh, background, with different uh, point of view, that can speak about uh, women. Like women are faceted and different around the world. So your company. Supported me a lot. And of course, in the fashion system at the initial there was some criticism because uh, they didn't understood why it was so important for me to shoot with a female uh, photographer. But at the end, I think they understood.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's interesting, isn't it, that some people just don't see the difference or they don't see why why it's important, you know, who's taking the picture and what the picture is telling you. but, you know, photography has a huge, um, you know, central role in our, in our lives and it's, it's very influential, you know, not only in fashion, not only in art, but, you know, just everywhere we go. Um, and I think, you know, it's important to say as well that you were in a 69-year history at Dior. You were the first female creative director. Most of the photographers they'd worked with until that point, until you came and joined in 2016, had been men. And... Um, I mean I think people listening might might assume certain things but how how radical was that shift you know did it Did you have to, you know, you said that they've been really supportive, but when you initially kind of brought that idea to the table, what was the reaction like? Oh,
0: the reaction uh, at the initial was uh, just a little bit surprised, but also because sometimes in fashion there is this attitude to repeat uh, a way to work and we don't reflect so much about what we are doing. We are not to forget that sometimes fashion also that speak about contemporary is really nostalgic so the reference also in the image with this beautiful border with this picture of the past this picture could work at the time but it's not the right image for the women today because the women are different today.
1: That's an interesting alignment actually with photography which is quite a you know, in itself is quite a nostalgic medium, you know, even as someone's taking a photograph, it's already becoming a memory, you know, it's, it's a way of recording things that we're afraid of losing that are, you know, so kind of fleeting. But I think, can we, can we talk a little bit more about this concept of the female gaze? Because I think with what you're saying, you know, introducing an idea like working only with female photographers, when you did that in 2016, I think this term The Female Gaze is interesting because it's first emerged from an essay um, that was originally published in Screen in a film journal um, in 1975. So in the midst of the kind of, um, you know, feminist era, um, radical feminist era, really. And it was written, it was in an essay written by Laura Mulvey, who's a British um, feminist critic, in that essay, Visual Pleasure and Narrative Cinema, she refers to the male gaze, um, which was a kind of new coinage or for a very old idea. So obviously this, the male gaze has always been present throughout art history, but finally we kind of had a way of, I guess, conceptualizing it. And, you know, it described this way that a lot of what we see in film particularly is directed towards a heterosexual male viewer. And then about two years after that essay was published, we get um Cindy Sherman's Untitled Film Stills, which I think, um, you know, they're obviously a pivotal work in this female gaze, you know, the trajectory of the female gaze, um, in which she kind of inhabits these stereotypical roles um of female protagonists in classic films that don't actually exist, but that we all kind of really recognise and identify with. So it's this very subversive kind of satirical work. But nowadays, when we hear the term, I think it's, loosely come to mean either art by women or kind of feminist art, or at least, you know, art that's about the female experience in some way. Um, And it's very much been defined by, you know, in the last decade by a younger generation. So they've kind of taken this term on, you know, for themselves, and I think especially through photography, um, but also in other visual media, painting and film and, um, you know, series. When did you become aware of the the movement of the female gaze.
0: I am very lucky because uh, uh, my daughter supported me a lot in this process because uh, she read the essay when she went to the university in London and uh, she sent it to me. Uh, I think the essay is problematic uh, because uh, it's also very close with, uh, with Freud. But um, that's helped us to start the discussion. Really, I love the new way this idea of the female gaze uh, has changed with movie, photography, TV, show, other things. Because um, that means that we can do something. The women are uh, represented in many different ways, uh, not only one way. That is very important for me. And is also what I try to make with my work in the OR because uh, I think the women are very different aspect. They are strong but fragile. They have very different aspect, and I think it's very important to show them uh, in all these aspects.
1: And maybe we can talk a bit more about some of the specific projects you've done that have kind of brought different female experiences, you know, different backgrounds, different cultures, different ages. I'm thinking about the project you did for the Cruise 20 show. I mean, I think that campaign was so unique and so kind of groundbreaking. You worked with six young fashion photographers all from Africa and the diaspora. I love the images by Ruth Osai, for example, um, who kind of used these backdrops that refer to kind of heritage of studio photography in West Africa. They're so striking. And then you've got these incredible dresses, um, the Dior dresses, and then... she left the edges and the sort of ground very barren and dry so you, you know you feel this kind of rustic um thing going on that, that completely I guess subverts the, the the finesse of the dresses so it's just it's they were so striking and unique can you tell me more about that project and how it came about and what it kind of meant to you personally to do that
0: the Cruis collection uh, in Marrakesh was very special because uh, we worked with uh, different artisan and the fabric producer based in different uh, countries in Africa. So for me, at the time, it was very important also to work with different uh, uh, women photographers uh, that could uh, work at this project uh, with their personal point of view. I wanted women from Africa to reflect about the craftsmanship we used and the textile, uh, like the wax, that are so important for their identity. And I really love this project that uh, we made because uh, this photographer explore new idea of uh, African identity. And they pay homage to African culture in a way that only women who are from the continent can do. Uh, so for me, it was very natural to ask them to support me, uh, not only with the picture, but also with the casting, because uh, we left them completely free. This is my work for Dior in clothes. Uh, I make this collaboration. With, I explain them my collaboration in craft, machine, print, that I, uh, with the different uh, artisan. But at this And uh, I ask them to, to give their point of view um, at my work.
1: And that's why I think it has such huge potential to influence people because if you know once you see yourself reflected or um, that does make people think oh I could you know I can imagine myself in that in that role i think i'm I'm interested to know what you think about this you know there's a kind of very particular confluence between um, photography and fashion isn't there that they both kind of respond to or reinvent reality um They both kind of have this potential to, I guess, define and dictate what is beautiful, what we should look at, what we, you know, and then therefore by what's left out, what we shouldn't look at, um, what it means to be kind of feminine or masculine in inverted commas. But they both have the potential to be quite harmful and to create stereotypes that, you know, do give us unrealistic standards and kind of try to sell us aspirational. products or lifestyles and to objectify particularly the female body. I think for many photographers the female gaze is is being used very much as a kind of political weapon. Do you think that you know it has a political purpose you know how can you make this kind of political statement through-
0: I, I think everything is political when the people ask me you are a political designer <laughs> <laughs> I, what you choose i think everything is political so um it- Image, photographer, fashion, uh, everything. Also, what you buy. I reflected a lot about that. Probably because immediately everybody um, asked me about that. Also, when I decided to shoot only with women, photographer. That was a political choice. Uh, that I was a political designer. Mm, to, to be political means for me to have a point of view. And uh, you can work in a way that um, represent your point of view. That is political, yes, I'm a political person.
1: The female gaze is now a very popular and, and, and well-known sort of familiar term, but there are so many different things that it could mean and so many things that it could kind of tell us about the world and reflect about the world. And even, you know, has the potential to transform the world you know, in itself. I I really believe in the power of kind of photography in that sense. And I'm interested in some of the unexpected, unexpected names that you've um, worked with in the past so I was was wondering if you could tell me about Christine Spengler who is a French war photographer you're possibly the only um, creative director who's brought a war photographer in to do um, a fashion campaign so she photographed the autumn winter 2018 looks for you That was such an interesting choice. Why did you think of her for that that project? Um,
0: We tried to call her because uh, the inspiration for the the collection was um, the revolutionary atmosphere of 68. Uh, And so in the mood board uh, for the collection, um, we put many different... Uh, work from different uh, women and so it was very interesting for me uh, to try to get in touch with her um, and I was very lucky because uh, she immediately she said yes okay we can collaborate and I think this part of my job is the part that I like uh, more because is uh, really like a community at the hand, and uh, honestly, also the idea of the podcast uh, is uh, that I want to share this conversation uh, with a wider audience uh, uh, that uh, I had with these women all the time. Um, is uh, something that gives me a, a big emotion to speak with them, and they are so inspiring for me, and they help me to understand more about uh, my vision in Dior, but also uh, mm, the influence in some way my personal life. And another thing that I want to say that I never uh, thank enough for this opportunity that I have in Dior, that all the time that I see a film or I see a picture or I write a book like in your case, and uh, I ask uh, my team, oh, please, can you contact her? Because I would like to speak with her about the project about uh, uh, shoes. all the time, what I really love um is uh, to see the women are really open mind to say oh why not yes we can do that it's beautiful uh it's incredible yeah. um, this idea of the community of the sisterhood i think is very important
1: today absolutely and whilst at the same time kind of celebrating also our differences like you say i think um, Audrey Lord has written about that, obviously, since, you know, f- for for decades. That it's so important to to acknowledge and accept our differences, um, and you know, we can still coexist with those. Um, and I think that's that's very much what you're saying. Absolutely, we are
0: all different, <laughs> but this is beautiful. Uh, we are to promote this idea that we are all different. In the past, probably we didn't have enough knowledge, uh, enough uh, education to understand that, that uh, um, unconsciously we gave uh, a stereotyped idea about women. That's the real things. Uh, But we have now a big opportunity. Uh, We can change it.
1: Yeah. Yeah and I know you perceive that as a very big opportunity also for Dior to be able to incorporate all those different kinds of women and those different ideas about women into you know what what the brand also represents you know it goes beyond sort of simply selling a product it's 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 about giving people new ways of seeing I guess
0: also because we are not to forget that fashion now is a big industry when Mister Dior started, what in '47 after the Second World, there was not the same uh, new media, so it's a completely different time. So uh, I think for Dior is important to work on this this way, this direction, because. Um, in any case, is a reference for many women around the world.
1: But this is going to be the question that we'll um, ask at the end of every interview, I think. Um, what does the female gaze mean to you?
0: I think, uh, personally, that is something uh, um, about uh, a dialogue with yourself. You share something with the other women or with other men or with the other things that you are take a picture. It's something very personal. And I think that made a difference. It's not only one thing. There are many elements in the female case.
1: Um, grazie mille, Maria. Grazie. Grazie mille. Grazie. Thank you.